Welcome, dear listeners, to another exciting episode of our podcast. Today we are delving into the enchanting history of the Grand Ducal Palace, a palace that's all about the Grand Duke and his important duties as the head Pachat of the Grand Duchy. Let's dive into the amusing history of this place. Back in the day, this building was all over the place. It started off as the city hall of Luxembourg way back in 1572. Yeah, you heard that right. The Grand Duke's Palace used to be a humble city town hall. From 1795, it became the seat of Département de Ferret Prefecture. Fancy name, right? Well, hold on, because in 1817, it transformed into the headquarters of the Luxembourg government. That's like a real estate makeover on steroids. Oh, and let's not forget about the part where it played host for the Dutch Grand Dukes. They decided to move in and make themselves at home. Prince Henry, the third son of King William II of the Netherlands and his wife Grand Duchess Anna Pavlovna of Russia, from the previous story, even crashed on their coach when he was the lieutenant representative of Luxembourg. Talk about having a temporary roommate! He later became the governor of the city though, from 1850 till 1879. So I guess that's fair enough. Then along came the house of Nassau Wilburg in 1890 and then claimed the palace exclusively for the Grand Duke and his family. It became their private crib with Adolf, who was the first Grand Duke from the branch of the Nassau dynasty from 1890 to his death in 1905, taking charge and given it a major renovation. They even added a wing for family rooms and guest accommodations. Who needs Airbnb when you've got your own palace, right? Now, let's fast forward to the Second World War. The Nazis crashed the party and turned the Grand Ducal Palace into a concert hall and a tavern. Yeah, well, they practically destroyed the palace's furniture, art collections and jewellery. Swastika flags hung all over the place. Yeah, not the kind of redecoration we were hoping for. But fear not, because when Grand Duchess Charlotte returned from exile in 1945, she kicked the Nazis out and reclaimed the palace for the Grand Ducal Court. Under Charlotte's watchful eye, the palace got a makeover all over again in the swinging 60s. It was all about redecorating and keeping up with modern tastes. Can't have outdated wallpaper ruining the Grand Duke's vibe, eh? Oh, and let's not forget about the guards. From 1945 to 1966, the Grand Ducal Guard took on ceremonial guard duties at the palace. But hey, times change. Nowadays, it's the soldiers of the Luxembourg military who rock those duties. Garden a palace is a serious business after all. Now, let's talk about official functions. The Grand Duke uses the palace for important business. It's like his headquarters, complete with fancy offices. And those state rooms on the first floor? They are a hotspot for meetings and audiences. But wait, there is more. The palace also plays host to foreign heads of state. When those VIPs come to visit Luxembourg, they get to crash at the palace as guests of the Grand Duke and Grand Duchess. Talk about a five-star accommodation, eh? And let's not forget about the grand banquets held in the ballroom. Date banquets are where it's at, my friends. Throughout the year, the palace throws all sorts of fantasy shindigs. From New Year's reception for the government and chamber of deputies, to Christmas Eve broadcast of the Grand Duke's Christmas message from the Yellow Room. It's like the palace is on never-ending party mode, yo! So there you have it, the Grand Ducal Palace. Keep an eye out for the next royal redecoration project, and who knows what kind of shenanigans will happen within those walls.